like to extend to you today, this afternoon, before I say good morning, <laughs> night time, no it will be morning in Australia probably, early morning, Maddie probably knows better than I do, um, but uh, we want to give you a warm welcome today as our very first Sunday together in 2017. <laughs> So we thought, as a family, that uh, we want to have a time to reflect a little bit on 2016. So, um, anybody got any any good things that happened in 2016? Walter? Yeah. Yeah. Anything else that happened in 2016? Jordan Adoge got into the grammar school, Bishop Vesey. So, but then there were some sad things that happened as well. We had the Vassells come to join us. Sorry, let me... Let me... Sorry. My, I got those out of order. So I just wanted to say, of all the good things as well, we had the Vassells come. Wow. Who's going to be more self-conscious now? Um, but then we had some sad things as well. So anyone have any sad things that they wanted to share about that happened in 2016? Francis passed away. 
God daughter died, Amos? The Flemings left? Your your dad passed away? We've had a, a lot of, of deaths. We've had a lot of, of sorrow as well in 2016. It hasn't all been easy sailing, has it? We had some people even leave our fellowship in 2016 and that was very difficult as well for us all to go through as a family. But then we look forward to 2017. Does anybody have anything really exciting they're looking forward to in 2017? Apart from just 2017. <laughs> you're going... You're going to America for six weeks. Wow. That's very cool. Is that Esther? smile on Tom's face. <laughs> Roland? Wow, yeah. Sorry, I didn't quite hear that. Wow, very cool. T is going to see her last surviving grandparent in Canada. Very cool. Very cool. Right, well, we better keep moving on anyway. So I know there's lots of other amazing things for 2017, and I'm sorry you didn't get to share. But um, Jack is going to read for us Romans 5, verses 1 to 5. So, um, therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom we have gained access by faith into his into this grace in which we now stand and we boast in hope of the glory of God not only so but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that sufferings produce perseverance perseverance character and character hope and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Great stuff. Thank you very much, Jack, for reading that. So, sometimes we, uh, we learn hope through suffering and perseverance, and sometimes we learn hope just by knowing that God has a resurrection ahead for us. So uh, we just want to um, uh, encourage everybody to, uh, to plan and think ahead of 2017 and, uh, and to have great plans for, for God and things to really look forward to. Julia has some announcements. It's a very exciting bit. <laughs> so after the service we'll be having so just to run through what's happening for the rest of the weekend so after church we'll have tea and cake up in the dining room um, and dinner will be served at 6 o'clock and then at 8 o'clock we've got some um, of those 
mini minute three minute games that you know that we had last night that were really fun. Um, we'll do that in rather than in the gym. We'll do it in the schoolroom. So just that's the hall where you checked in. You know, that that main room in the in the manor house. So that's eight o'clock. So everyone can congregate there for eight. And then tomorrow morning, breakfast will be a self-service between 7.30 and 9. Um, and then it's a general free morning. Do whatever you like. Um, and that needs to include packing. And um, there'll be a packed lunch ready for you to take out. So we won't be eating lunch here, but there'll be a packed lunch in a bag. You can take it out. And the idea is to take that and go at about 12.30. So that's the plans for the rest of this weekend. And then other notices. So this Friday coming, we'll have our first congregational uh, meeting of the year. And that will be at Handsworth. And then on Sunday, we'll be back at Handsworth normal time. Um, on Saturday, there is a family group leaders meeting for the family group leaders. That's in London. And it's at 10 o'clock. And details of where it is will be sent by email. And there is some subsidies for travel. And you'll also receive an email about that. And that's all the uh, So there's one other announcement as well that Julie left for me to do, and that is that the walk, which we were going to do this morning, uh, we postponed till tomorrow, and uh, talking to a few people, thought it would be uh, easiest for everyone if we did that. Once we collected our packed lunch, then we could jump in the car and head over to Dovedale, which is about a 25-minute drive from here, and uh, we can go for a walk. Up, Dovedale. So, is anyone actually interested in doing that? Just get a show of hands. Who's interested in coming along for that? Does anybody who does want to come along not have transport? Okay. Oh, that sorts that problem then. All right. So, uh, anyway, if there's any problems with that, just come and see me after. <clears throat> so, let's pray. God, we thank you so much that we've made it to 2017. And uh, we thank you for another year to be able to worship you. We pray for the strength to rejoice in our sufferings, because that certainly is not easy. Um, But we pray as well, we thank you, God, for all the fun times and the great memories that we've got from the past, from 2016. And um, God, we thank you that we can have hope in the resurrection, thanks to Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray, Amen. Amen. In a moment, uh, we're going to partake in the uh, communion. So we're going to have a, a short sermon and a, and a communion sharing. Uh, we're going to sing Glory Be to Jesus.
definitely been a great weekend out here at Smallwood Manor. I will never get tired of the English countryside, I can tell you that. Really, really a beautiful, beautiful country here uh, that we get to enjoy together here. And what a great way to start the new year, uh, you know, taking together a communion uh, and coming together to celebrate all that God has done last year and all that He's going to do in eager anticipation in 2017. Uh, again, just want to reiterate a huge thanks to uh, Julia and Karen, first and foremost, who are kind of the masterminds behind uh, this weekend. Thank you so much. Also, I uh, want to thank uh, Judy and Vanessa, who I know also work with them uh, as well, in our support. Where everybody is. Um, and then our lovely cooks, Esther and Lesreen, as well. They did a phenomenal job cooking. Yeah, it's been a great weekend, and uh, we're not done. Amen. Uh, open your Bibles to Psalm 126. Um, we've been studying through the Gospel of Luke, but I thought it'd be great over this weekend to take a pause from that and just reflect on the idea of dreaming. New Year's oftentimes uh, are opportunities for us to kind of pause and reflect, look back and look forward, and certainly uh, when it comes to the Christian faith, dreaming for God is a big part of that. And so we talked a little bit about this last night in a short devotional right before midnight when we brought in the New Year together here at the camp. Uh, We read Psalm 126. We'll read it together again here. In Psalm 126, this is uh, one of the psalms known as a song of ascents, and I'll explain in a moment what that means for those who weren't there last night. The psalmist writes, When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy, Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us. And we are filled with joy. Verse 4, restore our fortunes, Lord, like streams in the Negev. 
Those who sow with tears will reap with songs of joy. Those who go out weeping, carrying seed to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaves with them. As we said last night, uh, these songs of ascents uh, were written uh, by various writers, uh, and they were actually used uh, by the Israelites to worship God. Uh, the pilgrims, as they returned to Jerusalem for different Jewish festivals, would sing these songs as they ascended up to Jerusalem, because it's quite high uh, elevation-wise, and they would sing these songs on the way up to anticipate what God was going to do in their time and to reflect on what God had already done. Uh, the Levites would also sing these songs as they would approach the temple up the 12 steps that led to the inner sanctuary. Uh, so these songs of ascents had a, had a great had a great uh, heritage in the Israelite faith um, of the idea that, that God has always done great things in the past and God is always going to do great things in the future. And again, I think it's very fitting for a new year for us to think about what God has done uh, in our lives. And we'll do that here for a moment. And then what God, of course, is going to do uh, in the future. And we talked last night about this idea of God always wanting to renew us. And the, the context of Psalm 126, uh, we don't know for sure. Uh, you know, it says in verse 1, when the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, uh, there's a footnote there in the new NIV, or when the Lord brought back the captives to Zion. Uh, some think it was, it's written uh, perhaps when Hezekiah was king and the Assyrians had entrenched Jerusalem and they were going to overtake it and Hezekiah took a stand and Isaiah the prophet backed him up. Uh, and then, of course, uh, God sends an angel and wipes out 185,000 men in the Assyrian army right after that. So there's this great time of revival uh, amongst Israel at that time. Or perhaps Ezra wrote this Psalm 126, and perhaps uh, he wrote it when, when the captives came back from Babylonia, back to Jerusalem as they were allowed to do that under King Cyrus. And so uh, perhaps it was written to kind of remember you know, where they had come from and where they now had come back to as they now come back. Uh, to their promised land as God's people. And it wasn't, it wasn't read, it was sung, because when God does great things, we just want to bust out in song. Don't we? We, want, we want to laugh, we want to celebrate. And this song certainly uh, shows that and has that feel uh, to it. Uh, and of course, when we remember uh, that we came from something bad and we come into something good, uh, we get excited about, about the fact that God, he, he wants to work, He wants to do great things, and that oftentimes is what we call a dream. Having a dream, right, for God and for our lives in 2017. So I want to hone in on that idea here uh, from the text. Um, you know, as Scott uh, did so well in the welcome, not only affirming me uh, moving here and my family, but also... Um, <laughs> no, I know he didn't mean that, I don't think. But, uh, you know, we talked about the good news. You know, the great things that God did in 2016. And, and, we, and we talked about what, what we hope to see uh, in 2017. Last night, we had a few people share... Uh, some of their dreams, spiritually, uh, for 2017, and uh, we just recorded a few of those. Uh, one of the themes was, I just want to trust God in 2017. In other words, for, for our church to, to recognize and, and, and really use their gifts and ability, and not just some of us, but all of us uh, doing just that. Another person shared about you know helping someone in their family become a Christian in 2017. Uh, another uh, person shared about their vocation, and they wanted to start a, a private practice as a counselor in 2017. Uh, another person shared about being brave, and, and no matter what, doing what God wants them to do. And uh, someone else shared about you know really serving each other and taking care of those who are sick and needy uh, within our congregation. Um, and, and so those are just a few dreams we got to share together um, involving church and family and vocation and service. Uh, and I know if we opened it up, we don't have time because the kids are with us today and kids 
Hopefully you're paying attention because I'm going to need you guys to participate here in a moment. Um, you know, I know we could open it up right now. You know, who has some spiritual dreams, you know, for 2017? And we can, we can have a line. And uh, hopefully if, if, if you don't have anything right now, by the time we leave today, you'll have some, at least now stirring perhaps, uh, in your heart. Uh, and why do we dream? Because that's just, that's the God we know. That's the God we serve. That's the God we love. He's always moving us forward. He's always dreaming dreams for our lives and wanting us to capture those by faith in our time together or in our times alone with Him. And I love the passage here because in verses uh, 2 and 3 there's a phrase that shows up twice. And it has to do with why we should dream for God. Anybody, anybody see there's two words that come together in verses 2 and 3 and it's something that God does. It's something that God always does. Anybody guess what that is from verses 2 and 3? I'd love to see one of the kids... In the room, figure it out. What does God always do? There's a phrase in there. It shows up twice in verse 2 and verse 3. He always does finish the sentence. Great things! Great things. Good job, Neil. That's right. Well done. Well done. I don't know right now what God is up to. And neither exactly do you, right? But we know He's up to great things. I have no idea what's going to happen here in, in, you know, in, in the Midlands in 2017. But I, but I know whatever God does do, it's going to be a great thing. You know, we, we, we have no idea, you know. We, we know we'll get some rain probably uh, over the winter, but, but you know, maybe, maybe not. But we know God's going to do great things in 2017. And that's just a great reminder. And, and the, the Israelites here, they had to go through some hard things. There's tears and there's, you know, there's, there's weeping mentioned. You know, there's this idea of coming back and getting restored to God and getting renewed. So it doesn't mean 2017 is just going to be flowery and easy and sunny skies every day. You know, it doesn't mean that. But, but, but it does mean that no matter what may come, God is going to do great things. And I think that's just such a great reminder and such a great way to see this upcoming year, on the first day of the year, as we come together. And you can look back on your spiritual life, and I can too, and see just that. You can see God doing great things in your life when He saved you, when He, he brought you into His kingdom, uh, you know, in, in, in the different churches you've been a part of. Uh, I was able to be a part of a, a mission team in Roanoke, Virginia, from 2004 to 2012. We saw that church grow from 20 to 120, you know, and just... And just that time and all the, all the miracles and the baptisms and it was just such an encouraging thing. I was able to be in Sydney, Australia after that and, and see that church grow, grow from, you know, losing their faith and their, their leadership and, and then, you know, growing from 170 members to 260 when we left just this, this year. And, you know, again, just great things. And I can, I, can, I can look at my marriage and I can look at my family and I can see all these great things that indeed God has done when I pause and reflect on, on, on what He has been up to. And you could do the same thing. You know, even I think of the Birmingham church. And this church has been here for a long time. And God has done some great things. Anybody want to share about some of those things? You, you, when you look back that you remember, you know, you have seen God do. It could be 2016. It could be 1998. Any, 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 anything to share briefly to reflect on the great things God has done in the Birmingham church. Amen. We got a great youth ministry. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Wow. Lifelong deep spiritual friendships. That's 
That's huge, yeah. Since we moved here almost 10 years ago, I've seen a lot of the younger generation uh, like to meet the Ryan Premier as uh, being baptized and become Christians. Yeah, that's it's been really good. It's cool to see, I think some brothers and I were talking at lunch about the next generation, you know, and most movements in church history have about a 30 year period where they do really well and they really flourish. If you go into any church's kind of history of, of their movement as a church, and usually about that 30, 40 year mark, that first generation starts to get older and starts to lose their steam a bit and, and it's up to that next generation, you know, the teens and the preteens, you know, and the link, you know, you guys are the future, you know, and we want you guys to do even greater things because God's always doing great things, right? Uh, than what we did. And that's and that's going on in our churches. We speak, which is very encouraging. Anything else when we look back on Birmingham's history? I think it's great to see the church Amen. 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 Yeah, family is not something that just happens. It's something we build, and it's been built. Yeah. People are wanting to move here. That's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Just. I think that's amazing that last year, last year, I was thinking about the way over the years, last year in particular, we did two shows, I believe. We last for two churches. Yep. Two different pages. That was amazing. Right. I've never seen that before. I've never been part of it. I was part of it. I've never been. Impacting other churches. Uh, yeah. Amen. Yeah, that's awesome. Yep. Marriages. Amen. After 21 years, God does great things. Yes, He does. Aline. You got saved in 2012. People getting baptized. Yes. If you're if you baptized in the Birmingham Church, stand up if you're baptized in the Birmingham Church. Yeah, a lot of people in this room. Look around. Look at that. And then I know we're missing people that have moved on to other places, right? And I mean, that, that's incredible to think about. Not just Aline, but so many people, you know, who found their salvation through the Birmingham Church. We couldn't fit all the people in this room. There's no way. There's no way. Yeah. Mm. But it felt different. 
And I'm just amazed that um, both of them, their continued faith in God, um, despite their circumstances, and I think it's a real testament to the fellowship supporting and uplifting both of them. And it was just a great thing to experience. Amen. Even when life throws you circumstances that are completely inexplicable and confining, his he isn't limited by our circumstances. He can still do Amen. great things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, we could go on and on. You know, God has done such great things. And, and, and this psalm is full of this idea of, of don't forget what God has already done. And also don't forget where God took you from. You know, they, they, they were in, in captivity uh, among foreigners taken from their homeland. And then they were brought back to Zion. Imagine the feeling, you know. And it's like that day you were baptized into Christ, that, that feeling is just, it's so raw and it's so real and it's so powerful. Uh, but the thing that is about the Song of Ascent is, is, it's the whole idea of, but that, but, you know, the glory days, yet yeah, they were great, but the, but the best is yet to come. You know, God has more in store. We don't have to live in the glory days as Christians. And for the Birmingham church, I believe the best is yet to come. Uh, n- not because I'm here or you're here, because that's just what God wants to do. That's His dream for us. And hopefully 2017, it be a time we capture that a bit more together uh, as a church. But it's going to take new dreams. It's going to take new visions. It's going to take new hearts. You know, new faith among us to see that happen. We'll be studying the Gospel of Luke on Sundays. And Luke, already in, in our study of Luke, it reminds us it's never too late to dream new dreams. Elizabeth is past the age. John, uh, John the Baptist's mother. She's past the age of childbearing. But she, she has the prophet who's the forerunner to the Christ. It's never too late as a Christian to dream dreams. It's never too early. You know, for the kids in the room, it's never too early. Uh, the, you know, the, the mother and father of the baby Jesus, they were just Jewish teenagers. And through those Jewish teenagers, God brought a plan that changed the world. It's never too late, it's never too early to dream great dreams for God. And yes, it will be challenging. We can, you know, out of the gates, you know, day one of 2017, I've, I've hit my New Year's resolutions one for one, you know. Yeah, that's the first day. It's easy to, to start with that excitement. But we know in reality the challenges are going to come, right? And that's where our faith is so important. Our faith is always moving us forward. Uh, you know, and it makes us dream about what God might do. And I want to get the kids, because I'm sure they're, I'm losing them already. I want to get the kids involved here. First of all, I want to say our kids do an incredible Christmas play about the Lion King. Round of applause to the kids. That was amazing. I had no idea I was a part of a Broadway church, but I am. It's just it's amazing. But I think the thing about, about children that I love and having for myself, I love this. They, they really believe what Jesus said in Mark 9.23. Jesus said, everything is possible for him who believes. And kids, I, they just have this, this untainted faith. A lot of times that anything is indeed possible. And, uh, and so I want to open up for the kids here in the room. What do you want to be? What do you think God would want you to be? Or what do you want to be when you grow up? What do you think is possible? What, what do you want to be 
when you grow up? Because I wanted to be a, a professional NFL football player when I was a kid. And I used to, I used to, you know, play football in the backyard, American football, right? Not, not, not that kind, but that kind. And uh, and I used to, I used to run to my bed and throw the ball in the air and catch it. And I do that over and over for hours, you know, practicing the perfect catch. And and obviously that dream wasn't meant to be. I'm not a great example of, of that dream coming true, but but it was possible. And as a kid, I believed it was possible. And some kids think that is possible. One day they become. Just that. And so what are, what are some dreams that some of the kids have? What do you what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to open it up here. Neo, nice and loud. An author. You want to write books? Okay, that's awesome. Wow. No one wants to follow. That's like, oh man, I'll put my hand down now. Another hand back there? I can't I can't see. I see a hand. Help them out. Romaine, is that Romaine? A footballer! I knew it was coming! I knew it was coming! A veterinarian! Violet wants to be a veterinarian. Sammy. A veterinarian as well. You guys can open a practice together. Sabella. What's that? A policewoman! I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give you a ride in my car. I might be in trouble. Jack! That's great, Sabella. An athlete. Another one, okay. A filmmaker! An author and a filmmaker in the same family. Man, they got aspirations here. Jobus. An art teacher. Art art teacher. Wow. Did I miss anybody over here? One more, one more. A lawyer. Amen, Ruby. You make that happen, make lots of money, let your dad retire early. Um, Amen. And I love that about kids, and, and, and the thing about kids is they're bundles of possibilities. I mean, who are any of us to say that those kids all won't, won't all become those things? They very well could become those things, and even, and even greater things, right? And, and faith, in the same way, is like that. Faith is, 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 is God seeing us and, and helping us to realize the bundle of possibilities we can become collectively you know you know and individually through our faith there's all kinds of possibility every day there's all kinds of possibilities in 2017 it's interesting second corinthians 2 uh, verse 14 uh, talks about how we're also captives the babylonians were you know the israelites were captives in psalm 126 to the babylonians but second corinthians 2 verse 14 says we also are captives it says there but thanks be to god who always leads us as captives in Christ's triumphal procession. And so we're captives too, but we're, we're captives in Christ's triumphal procession. And that is pretty exciting. You know, what, what's going to happen in 2017? Again, we don't really know. But we know through Christ and in Christ, we're going to have triumphal procession. We're going to move forward. We're going to have victory, spiritually speaking. Because in 2017, anything is possible by faith. Because of Christ, we can always dream. And when you live this way, you know, eventually, you know, 
the joy overflows. I love this text here. Uh, laughter shows up once in Psalm 126. Three times singing is mentioned. And then four times, the most, joy is mentioned here in Psalm 126. This is a picture, I believe, of what God wants us all to feel at the end of 2017. That we can, we can dream dreams right now. We can look back and see great things have happened uh, because of our faith. But of course, in the end, it's going to take also, as verses 5 and 6 make clear, tears and weeping. You know, we can dream and we will teem with joy, but it may take some tough time, some endurance to get there. And, and even for the kids that just shared about becoming this and becoming that, we all know it's going to take hard work and dedication and school and things like that for some of those things to you know to come true. But of course it is possible if they persevere. And spiritually for us, our dreams can come true as well if we're willing to persevere. Israel here in Psalm 126, they're coming out of exile. Uh, or, or, or they're just overcome a, a lot of suffering under the Assyrians. There's loss. There's suffering. There's discouragement. Uh, there's this weeping that occurs when you go through hard times that is supposed to produce, according to 2 Corinthians 7, godly sorrow. That then it allows God to transform us and change us so we can see those dreams come to reality through our character change and through our repentance. Um, I read a, a commentary on Psalm 126 as we close out here. One last idea. Uh, it says, in this psalm, the notion of reversal occupies a central place, inviting the reader to recognize that restoration by God does more than simply restore what was lost. The kind of divine restoration envisioned here in this psalm means much more than just compensation. Instead, it suggests a radical reversal of reality, both past and yet to come. And strikingly, scenes of celebration and joy accompany each reversal of reality. And I really believe God's dream for us as a church and God's dream for all of our lives in 2017 is to, is to radically reverse reality. Uh, you know, that, 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 that we'll have those Psalm 126 stories ourselves, right, uh, in this coming year. Uh, and, and it's, you know, it's an honor. It's, it's exciting for Manny and I and our kids to be here with you guys that you've led us into your story uh, here this year as we arrived uh, in August. Um, but I really uh, believe and know that God has great plans for our church in 2017. And so, yes, it's a new calendar year, uh, but that's, that's just man-made renewal. Let's just be honest. Nothing really changed other than we just went a little bit further in our orbit around the sun from yesterday to today. That's all literally what changed. But, but through the blood of Christ, through the blood of Christ... We can be washed, we can be cleansed, and things can literally be changed. Through the blood of Christ, there can be a reversal of our realities. And when you look back on, on, on last year and maybe where you're at today, perhaps you need some reversal of reality through the blood of Christ. Maybe there's some sin in your life that has plagued you and haunted you. And you look back in 2016 and that's what you see. You don't see a lot of victory, you see spiritual defeat. But the blood of Christ can change that reality in 2017 for all of us and bring in holiness. Maybe it's we've lost discipleship. We, we've kind of lost our way. We're pursuing the, you know, you know, the great British dream, you know, or, or just our life. I and mean, we, we're following, no longer following Jesus like we should be. We, we started following other things. We need to get back to just following Jesus. Again, the blood of Jesus can help us to do just that. Maybe it's our outlook and our faith, how we see our lives. Maybe it's in our families, our relationships, our ministries. And we're going to end our time here tonight. Uh, you know, really starting out our year in a very appropriate way by taking communion. A reminder, right? Uh, 
you know, a reflection of the power of the blood of Christ and the power of that body that was broken for us all. And that, that's our greatest hope as we enter into this new year together. It's not going to be this church program or, you know, this particular sermon or, 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 you know, or whatever else we think it might be. Our hope is in the blood of Christ. Our hope is in the work that He did for us on the cross. He's why we can dream great dreams in 2017. He's why we can leave 2016 behind us. Because he, He's washed it. He's cleansed it through His death on the cross. And so in 2017, let's start clean. Amen. As we take this communion, as we take this communion, may the words of the Isaiah the prophet uh, resonate to us as we head into this new year. After he gives this list of religious sins, he says, Your hands are full of blood. But he says, Wash and make yourselves clean. Take your evil deeds out of my sight. Stop doing wrong. Learn to do right. Seek justice. Defend the oppressed. Take up the cause of the fatherless. Plead the case of the widow. Come now, let us settle the matter. Says the Lord, though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. You know, let's let 2016 be washed by the blood of Jesus. Let's start 2017 clean, washed by the blood of Jesus as well. Then by the power of Jesus, we can and will be dreamers through which God will continue to change our lives change this church, and change this world. Amen? Amen. Amen. We're going to uh, pray for the bread and the cup at the same time today. Uh, because of the setting here, it's a little bit hard to pass the tray, so we're going to ask you, uh, row by row, starting with the first row, to come up, grab your cup, uh, grab your bread right here, and then sit back down and have it there, and then just keep your cup and, and put it back in the tray on your way out after the service is over. So we're just going to go row by row, so I hope that you guys can figure that out without someone needing to guide you to do it. Uh, and we'll grab our communion up front uh, after I pray. Uh, and then we will uh, finish uh, with one more song and head up to the dining hall for a time of fellowship together. Let's go ahead and pray uh, for our time here to close out. Father in heaven, uh, we just humbly, humbly want to bow before you right now with our lives, our families, our ministries, our church, God, that we can really uh, be clean in 2017. Uh, we know, God, uh, that you want us to be dreamers. Uh, the Israelites, as they sang the song of ascent in Psalm 126, they were dreaming of what you were going to do, God, because of what you'd already done. And knowing, God, that you were going to continue to do great things in their lives. God, we pray that we can approach 2017 fix, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before Him endured the cross, God, that You can indeed through His blood and His body that was broken for us, God, that You can really wash us, God, cleanse us of our scarlet red, God, and make us as white as wool, as white as snow. And we thank You, God, uh, for this time uh, to start this new year in this way as we take the bread which represents Your Son's body and the cup which represents His blood, God. Help us to, to take it uh, in a worthy manner, God, humbled, uh, by our shortcomings and misgivings in 2016 and our sins. Uh, but excited, God, and eager to see what you're going to do in 2017 through our faith in you. We thank you so much uh, for that hope that we have in Jesus. And we pray, God, that you truly can cleanse us and help us uh, to really see our faith more and more become a reality in 2017 through the blood and the body of your Son. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.
in the chorus. Shout to the Lord of the earth, let us sing about Oh, man, see, 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 see,